Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so glad to be here with you today. I know. Listen, I know it sounds like I'm smiling from ear to ear. It's just because I am. I just absolutely am having the best time with this couple series this month. I hope you are as well. Mac and Meredith Brock on Monday. So much good feedback from you guys about how much you enjoyed it. And the Dickersons last week. I mean, I know, y'all. I know. It's great. We have got two more episodes in this series that y'all are going to love. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do that today. The music in the background is from our good friend, Mr. John McLaughlin. You can hear more of his stuff on his new album, Angst and Grace. It's really good. I hope you'll grab it. And thanks to one of our sponsors for today's show, West Rock Coffee. West Rock Coffee is the coffee with the beautiful, bright gold bag and the elephant logo. I'm sure you've seen it at the store. If you've ever wondered what this company is all about, they are dedicated to great coffee that changes lives. West Rock partners with farmers across the globe to offer access to loans, agricultural training, healthcare, and clean water sources. They always pay a fair price for their coffee based on its quality. And the end result is strong, sustainable growth in developing countries and a cup of coffee you can love everything about. You can find West Rock Coffee at your neighborhood Kroger store or go to westrockcoffee.com to find out where you can purchase West Rock Coffee locally. Today on the podcast is a couple that you probably know if you're an HGTV fan, Ken and Anita Corsini from Flip or Flop Atlanta. I adore them. Listen, let me tell you what is true. I have known Ken and Anita for 20-something years. We were friends at the University of Georgia. Anita and I had a class together. We were in the same friend group a lot, and I just think the world of them. And so when I was thinking about couples... I thought, let's get somebody from TV. Let's get some HGTV folks. And so my top choice was Ken and Anita Corsini. And I think you're going to love this conversation. Here are Ken and Anita Corsini. Did y'all have a hard time after college, like I did, kind of finding a place to to land that, that did for you what Wesley did for you? Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because the so there's the authenticity of relationships there. Yeah. And we all had a mountain of free time. It, so who knew? I, I felt I so stressed. <laughs> I know. Like the all we had time for was social things, right, right? right? And so then it was like, you mean I have to go to work every day? Right, right, right. And now I was teaching high school, so that was a little bit social, but I, w- I had to be responsible and blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And then church was different because it was like stuffy. Uh-huh. And well, for you, she was teaching at this at the school that where we went to church. And so we go to church on Sundays and see all the same kids. And I think that like was a parent a teacher conference every, every Sunday. Sunday. So that yeah. was tricky. No, we navigated that pretty well. Yeah. And then eventually it didn't bother me anymore. Yeah. But the yeah, it was hard to find that same those same relationships, partly too, because, you know, we got married right out of college. Mm-hmm. And then it was like we entered into and it was like church lady life. And so mm-hmm. then you I was there. Do you remember me going through this? Yes. It was like everyone wanted to talk about like cooking and sewing and decorating. And I was like, <laughs> what? I wanted to just talk about the party. Like, yeah. what can we do? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I mean, it was hard because I was like, like I wanted to be involved in church. Yeah. How we, how it was in college. Yeah. And what, there was not this like transition into like adulting church. Right. And I right. did not like adulting church. Like no. it was stuffy and boring. And I felt like there was the shell you were supposed to be and Anita Corsini doesn't fit shell well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I didn't, I didn't, it was a little bit 
yeah, it was a transition. Yeah, I, I thought so too. You felt that too, Ken? Yeah. I mean, it, again, it was trickier. We ended up landing at the church I grew up in, for yeah. one. And I think that wasn't super easy for Anita because I knew all these people. She didn't. She had to sort of conform. She was teaching there. So we ended up, actually, we bounced around a little bit. Yeah. We landed at North Point for a little bit, and then we landed at a church plant at yeah. North Point for oh, a yeah. while. And yeah. So there's so many people who leave college, and whether they get married or not, they they do have that transition and that bump around from church to church. What made y'all not give up on that? What made you keep trying? Well, we knew we wanted a church family, mm-hmm. and that was very important to us because that, especially because we met in college through, you know, campus ministry. And yeah. so that is, you know, foundational to who we are. Yeah. And when you really experience the body of Christ that way, you're always going to hunger for it. Yeah. So you want to find it. And I know for me, I was, um, it's because I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. And I remember begging God for older women mm-hmm. to speak mm-hmm. into my life, to give me guidance and truth on what it is to be a wife, what it is to be a mother, what it is to work, what it is to, you know, I needed that discipleship essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I prayed for that. And you know, I didn't feel it right away because I was too busy figuring out adulthood, mm-hmm, you know, really quick. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, the parents of my students to this day provided, I mean, I have more women to go to, to seek good wisdom than yeah. I can count. Yeah. And so that prayer was answered tenfold. Yeah. And it just took a little while. So I think that hunger for that, we, I wasn't, neither of us were going to stop right. for that. Because, and it wasn't even just because you had kids because you didn't have kids yet. No. Yeah. We didn't well, have we grew up in having community. And so you can't just, at least for us, you can't just shut it off and say, I don't need right. it. I don't need community anymore. Right. So really what you're doing is you're bouncing around from church to church. You're sort of looking for that community that just works where you can do life together. Yeah. And so I think we didn't stop until we found a community. Actually, we ended up landing back at my original church Yeah. and just said, let's just plug in and met a lot of new people that had started coming to the church and found community. Yeah. yeah. Did you, I don't think I realized y'all met at Georgia. In my brain, I thought you've known each other forever, yeah. I guess. Oh, just yeah. <laughs> that is all I knew was that y'all always knew each other. Sure. Think, yeah. As soon as we became friends, y'all were already dating. So how, when did y'all meet at Georgia? Junior year? Junior year. Spring of our junior Right before um, spring break mission trips. Oh, really? Were y'all both going to Wesley? Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. you just met there? But yeah. you didn't yeah. meet for the first two years of school? No. No. I first, How? We, she had to have known who I was. Stop it. Was. He loves to say this, and this drives me bonkers. <laughs> off the wall. Oh, my word. <laughs> the only thing I remember is, I think I quasi-remember you freshman year wearing that denim hat. <laughs> In my overalls, <laughs> in my Burton Ernie shirt. And we're allowed to do those things in the yes. 90s. That's yes. totally fair. Yeah, overalls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I lived in my overalls that were four sizes too big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, for sure. But she, so she ended up uh, leading a small group with Lem. Oh, yeah, sure. And I was roommates with Lem. Yes. So then she started coming around the apartment. Right. And that's what sort of, you know, she, this exotic woman was walking in. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. I was like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, so we we did, yeah, and and you know Lem. Yeah, yeah, of course. So he called, no cell phones. Yeah, you know, phone, uh, we oh, called yeah. each other's apartments. That's right. And, and yeah. left, you know, left a voicemail yeah. on the message machine. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. answering machine. Yeah. And so Lem called incessantly. I mean, like, all the time he really? called. And so I would call back. Well, Ken would answer the phone. Okay. And so there was this, like, 
flirting. A little phone flirting. Yeah, yeah. that's which the, led what, to what the kids don't know today. No, right. is that there used to be a time where you could call someone and get someone else. And yes. talk to them. It <laughs> Actually, wasn't yes. just texting. Yeah, and and then it led to email flirting, mm-hmm. which is hysterical. If you oh, do you also have them? them? I have Did you them do it somewhere. on like the the UGA email? Yes, that was black and green. Yes. Did we? Yes. I yeah, I had you like had to. A... It may not have been black and green. It may have been black and white at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Because maybe we were past the black and green stage. Maybe. But but email was still a novelty. Yeah. Email came out while we were in college. Yeah. Really. Yes. And so it was a novelty to be able to send messages back and forth. Yeah. So I would go. And it was virtually texting. Virtually. It totally was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I had to like duck into the computer lab the computer like lab. three times a day to see if he had emailed me. <laughs> if you think about it, UGA at the time had like two or three computer labs for a total of maybe 100 computers on campus. Yes. That was it. That was it. <laughs> and because I would see people I knew every time I went to the computer lab oh, because you just are like stopping in to check your yeah. email yeah. and then heading back out. And see, I had, you know, I was math major, so I was a Boyd graduate. Right. And <clears throat> nobody liked being in the science library except for right. Anita Corsini. Right. <laughs> and I was, that's where I checked my emails because there was always a computer available for me. Yes, so always. Y'all. Yeah. I think about that so much now. When I think, man, before, like, even when I was coming here, I texted you this morning and said, hey, I'm on the way. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Like, right. we used to never, oh. if something happened, I'd have told you four minutes ago, hey, I'm running late. I'll be there. Right. And like, at George, like, like, when we used to go to football games, we'd leave from Hall Street. Yep. And it was just like, everybody be at Hall Street at 10. Right. Like, I don't remember what happened if someone didn't show up. <laughs> if you got lost, what did, did you, you do? What happened? Did yeah. you just walk home? I don't remember. Maybe you found a payphone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I do remember my... um because I lived under this shell of, like, nobody can mess with me. Nothing bad ever happened. Yeah. And my neighbors and, and sweet Melinda, yes. you know, who always took care of me, was like, you cannot, you know, there was, like, that Athens rapist was out. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. And I would walk in the streets at night, you know, whatever. Yeah. So they gave me a quarter, and they made me always keep a quarter. They were like, call us. <laughs> I always had to have a quarter to yeah. get the payphone yeah. in case. But, like. You heard Travis Tritt's on about. Yeah, he yeah. was a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I had to call to for safety. But it's like, the payphone really wasn't... I mean, it's always right. in a shady spot. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, I can't even... Yeah. But that was the best case scenario. Do like, you think it was easier to fall in love before cell phones? Oh, that's a deep question. Thank you. I like that. I'm very profound. Uh, haven't I always been? It was probably more genuine connection. Yeah. Because you were talking and you were together. There was none of this, you know, and there was no social media. Think about that. Yeah. I'm so thankful that we did oh, not have social media oh, in the high school. The Lord was kind to me. Can you imagine? Yes. Oh. I would have been a train wreck. I'd have been a train wreck. I don't, I don't I, yeah. So. I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't have had the maturity to handle that no. emotionally, I don't think. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, does, how does that work when you're like courting somebody in their social media and you're seeing what they're doing and yeah. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I look at teenagers or kids in their 20s and I'm like, if he asks you out over a text message, the answer is no. Right. <laughs> and they look at me like I have horns growing out of my head. Right. Right. But no, that's not authentic. Okay, but I say yes to that, Anita. When I mean, because it's like... I know. That's how they communicate but now. I, mean, that's... I know, but I'm like... Mm. And I, I just... I at least want to plant the seed that there's got to be something authentic. Yeah. Because I think people play games texting too. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's no inflection. That's a problem with right. technology. Now, emojis help, I guess, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, but not enough. enough. I not mean, enough. come on. If we are relying on emojis for relationships, yeah. something is wrong We're, in this yeah. world. Totally. Yes. I mean, surely. I, t- I tell you what's, what's good about college, though, is you're in this, 
you're literally in a bubble, right? Yes. With lots of free time. With lots of free time. And so you're <laughs> And lots of options to be fair. A lot of other single people in yes. your age bracket. Yes. Know? And so you find somebody that you like. There is so much intense one-on-one time that it's like a year can get condensed into like two months. Yeah. And just, yeah. You're together all the and you really get to know the person. Yeah. And so I understand it's sort of an incubator to marriage. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. so many kids come through college and get married. Yeah. They've been incubating together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> especially like a <laughs> I know, especially like, the way we grow. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's right. You're a Christian, I'm a Christian. Are you my husband? Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. exactly. Figured out in the first week. Yeah, yeah. We can get married. Yeah, we could do this. Oh, yeah. So um, sometimes I think that happens too fast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I agree. I mean, I think that I was just talking, another couple who's um, the only other reality show stars <laughs> is a girl from a show in Nashville called Music City. Uh-huh. And they were on at the beginning of the month. And we were saying a similar thing to that of like, yeah. how do we do this now? What does this look like now? Yeah. Like, it's just so, it's just so different. And the incubator is there. And Christians tend to go like, Guys don't want to ask girls out because they're intimidated by there's too much. This may mean too much. And girls are feeling like, is this my husband? You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. If everybody would go, hey, I'm I'm not thinking like that. Okay, I'm not thinking like that either. Yeah. We right. should just go on a date. Like, we should right. just go to dinner. Right. No pressure date. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And we could just stay friends and that could be great. Yeah, too. totally. Totally. And, yeah, I don't know. There's pressure. Weird. It's weird pressures mm-hmm. that I think would be very difficult to navigate. Yeah. And I don't know that. Kids have, they don't, they can't do it yeah. alone. I mean, yeah. I mean, do y'all think about that? You're raising three. Yeah. yeah. And they are, how old are they now? 11 and the twins are eight. Okay. I mean, so in a couple of years, your 11 year old's going to want a phone. Does she already want oh, a phone? No, no. We're no phone. She does not have a phone yet. Yeah. No, no. She wants one. I mean, her sure. friends in fifth grade already have phones, so there's yeah. already this pressure that they have phones and I don't. Yeah. And we're only in fifth grade. Right. We're going to hold this out as long as we possibly can. Yeah. She I, may get a flip phone at some yeah. point with, like, no just, smart functionality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for, yeah, just for... Just for safety, reaches, right? Because yeah. at some point, something yeah. connected in our brains that to be without a phone is unsafe. Yeah. Right. You're right. Right. But to me, I'm like, there's always, at least right now, there's always an adult nearby where sure. she can, like, message yes. us or whatever. Yeah. And, and we have ways for her to reach us from the house and all that. Yeah. But I am holding tight to no smartphone until minimum of eighth grade. Okay. That's my... And I would like every mom to sign a contract with me. <laughs> <laughs> Could we all just agree? Could yeah, we all exactly agree? Right. Eighth grade. Because when your daughters have them and our daughter doesn't, it makes <laughs> yes. it really hard for us. Well, <laughs> and it's difficult, too, to send them to other people's houses with other kids. You know, like, I don't know who has access to what. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about it is... You can't unsee what you see. Right. And when you're young and you see something that you shouldn't, it's scarring. It sticks. And yeah. I just want her to be 12. Yeah. Like, just be 12 and like a ding dong that right. thinks, you know, I don't know, pigtails are weird or whatever, right. you know. And like, just be 12 because mm-hmm. there's a time to be 17 and there's a time to be 20 and there's a time to be that. And you can't be 12 when you're 20. Right. If that makes any sense yes, at all. Yes, yes. So this is my whole thing with my kids is I want to, I want them to have childhood and I want them to experience the ages that they are. Yeah. That's a really smart way to put it. I don't know that I've heard anybody say it like that. Just to, I want to do what it takes to let my child be this age. Yeah. Like yeah. maintain some level of innocence. Right. Because yeah. it's pushing farther and farther up every year where yeah. they're losing their innocence. Right. Yeah. Cell phones, I think are a big part of it. Well, that. like there's, like I saw <laughs> pictures of these sixth grade girls this year because I guess the middle schools now do a homecoming dance, okay. which is 
crazy to right, me. Right, right. And then I, I saw this picture, and it's probably a group of seven or eight sixth grade girls. One of them with fake eyelashes on, oh, wow. full-blown makeup, and a dress that had holes cut out in it, and that went up halfway up her thigh. Oh, my And gosh. I'm thinking, you are no more than 12. Right. And, and one, that's not safe. I'm all for the dance, but like wear your little Sunday school dress and whatever and Leave fix your room hair. for the Holy Spirit. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we said we weren't going to go there. But you know, it's like, just do, and go with your friend, whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm all for the, even if you had a date, whatever, but like, just do it in a 12 year old way. Yes. Don't yes. do it in a way that you think you have to be like a senior in high school because right. you can do it when you're a senior in high school. Right. That day will come. Exactly. So just hang on. And yeah. so it's. So that is, to me, that is what I really want to fight for yeah. for my kids. Yeah. Because I just think it's so fun. Yeah. Like, it just is fun. What is what does it look like when you think toward your kids dating and like oh. like she's I mean does she have a boyfriend in, a, no, in no. fifth grade? Oh, luckily no. she's got a really good head on her shoulders. Yeah. So she's like, I'm too young for that. Okay. Well, she doesn't even care. She's mature yeah. for a fifth grader, yeah. too. Yeah, And I, I have a feeling okay. she's going to be like her mom and super picky. Yeah. You know? That's good. I, let's hope yeah, so. I think, yeah. Took yeah. an amazing I guy have... like you did. Exactly. Here we go. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't just date around the date around. Like, I right. dated very few guys because yeah. I was. And I think she's. She just doesn't even, and the girls that are like, me, 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 about that, she's like, Mom, I don't even want to hang out with them anymore. Yeah. Because it just, she just, she's like, there's no point. Right. So she's she, not catty. She's good about not wanting yeah. to be around catty. Yeah. But, it, I mean, give it a year. That girl's going to, she's going to blossom. And right. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, she, I mean, we'll walk her through it. You know, we'll yeah. walk her through it. There's nothing wrong with it. You'll be ready. I mean, I, I think a thing that my I'm watching with my other friends who are raising kids is, is you've never done, you haven't parented any farther ahead of who they are. Right. Yeah. But also, you know how to parent by the time they get where they are. And right. You don't exactly. know how to parent high schoolers because you don't have them. But by the time you get there, yeah. it seems, that's what keeps seeming to be true is you know what to do when it's time. Sure. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. then you screw up and you, person, but you, <laughs> you figure it out, you know. Yeah. And Well, hopefully we're laying enough foundation now. That's the whole thing. Because what do we hear? Really, by the time they're 10, it's like you've... You basically poured into them everything you're going to pour into yeah, them. Yeah, after age 10. You have a lot really? less influence after age 10. Right. I think it's it's 1 it through 10 that is like the... That's when you have the most... Um, influence. Influence. The most power. Yeah. You know, like you have the most um, influence of shaping who the... You know, uh, their foundations, their beliefs, their... Okay. And we real and she does value family time. Yeah. And that's really... Like a, we really want home to be safe. Yeah. And I think she feels that way. I mean, yeah. all this can all change, let's be honest. But No, but I mean, know. I think you're probably right. If y'all are reading that, I think that's true. Yeah. So we... What was it like? Can you talk a little bit about your son being sick? Sure. How Was that three years ago? Four years ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, so, 2014. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. this summer, uh, it was the summer of 2014, and he had been, he'd been like, Weird sick. Yeah. In this, not, I mean, like he was sleeping, putting himself down for naps. Okay. And we're like. As like a four-year-old. Yes. He was was three. He was three three going on four. End of his third year. And he was, you know, he got these weird rashes and he was sleeping. One day I was looking on Facebook. Yes. Let's face it. (laughs) And I saw a friend of mine's little boys playing at the pool. 
And now I've always had, my kids were always chubby babies, which I would not ever change. But, you know, he was getting to that place and her boys were out with my kids' age. And I thought, gosh, his, their bellies are so flat. Like, I remember seeing that, you know, and yeah. thinking. And then I was like, you know, my, I don't know. Like, he just looks abnormally kind of chubby. I mean, you know, it was like. Yeah. Well, even shirts that had fit him a month prior, all of a sudden, you saw him kind of distended, sort of poking out through his oh, shirt. Oh, wow. And it just dawned on us. Literally, one night, it just dawned on us. Like, what's going on with this dude's belly? Yeah. Like, like it's uh, big. It's more than just he ate too much pie or something. Exactly. Like that, right? Yeah. And so I called the pediatrician that night, and she said. Literally, you saw it that night. You went. It just dawned on us. Yeah. Yes. Something's going on. And so yeah. she said, you know, have him jump up and down <clears throat> thinking it was his appendix kind of uh -huh, thing. And uh -huh. he, he did. And he didn't complain about pain. And so I brought him in the next day was the bottom line. And she very calmly said, I think you need to go to Scottish Rite. And just like that. Just like that. Like she checked him. Yeah. And she didn't say anything. She was very calm. And she'd known him, you know. Yeah. They'd always gone to her. And she said, I think you need to get someone to care for the girls. And you need to go. God's grace was truly covering us. Because I didn't even panic at that point. Yeah. Like, it never entered my mind that my kid had cancer. Or yeah. could have had cancer. Yeah. Because you, you just don't. Because that's not, yeah. You don't live in that reality. You know, I said, Ken, get his blue blankie. Because blue blankie is very important. Sure. I was like, get his blue blankie. Send the girls. And we need to go to the hospital. He said, okay. So, we went down. I remember. What do you think it is at this point? Do you think? I okay. thought it was maybe appendicitis. Or, honestly, <clears throat> I don't think we even allowed ourselves to go there like yeah. cancer. That wasn't even in our purview. Like yeah. cancer, it was just something that was going on in his belly. Sure. Yeah. Something, but you know, there was this a little bit of a cloud. There's a little bit of a dread. Like this is something serious. Just I remember thinking that. The this fact is... that there's something. Yeah. But you know, we've driven past that hospital a thousand times. We didn't know there was a cancer floor for kids. Right. Like you don't know that until you meet it. Until that's your reality, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so I guess we were kind of a little naive to that. And we went and we sat in the emergency room for like three hours. They did tests and pictures and scans. And we sat there for a good three hours and eventually kind of got like, what's going on? We've been here three hours. Somebody needs to tell us something. Yeah. And a doctor came in and maybe had the worst bedside manner of anybody awful ever. Really? It just said, yeah, he's got a, he's got cancer. It's a, no, no yes. just, just straight, just, up, yes. <laughs> straight in, up. In front of him too, which, you know, that could be a scary word to oh some kids. Gosh. Like he was just sit, well, sitting there and I was like. And he was like, yeah, it's a like a softball-sized tumor on his kidney. And we were like... <gasps> no delivery whatsoever. This what? is the worst. You're like, this isn't like our third time to go through exactly, this guy. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, and so literally hits you. I mean, like, talk about the wind knocked out of no you. Joke. And I just remember, you know, we were numb. You're disillusioned. I mean, the whole thing... And well, they admitted him. Yeah. And the, literally the next day, they he started chemo. Yeah. So he never went home. My gosh, y'all never. How did your brain? Y'all didn't get to go home, right? I went no. home to get clothes and come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember calling a friend and saying, "This is not my kid. It's not mm. my kid," because you're in. Not. It's like no. It's almost like you see it like it's a movie. Yeah. And you know, like it's a really horrible movie or yeah. something, but you don't have, you're never going to experience it. Right. Which I'm sure a lot of people feel. I mean, you naturally, you would feel that way if that's not some, it's never yeah. been your reality. Yeah. This is the crazy part of the story. He was so sick because we did what his tumor was on his kidneys. Yeah. And he was so sick. They couldn't do a biopsy. So they took an MRI 
and saw the tumor. And it was kind of one of those things. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Yeah. And they diagnosed him with Wilms tumor, which is a common kidney childhood cancer. It's a solid tumor. I know. It, like, you it's a little scientific. A yeah. yeah. And so, you know, there's a certain treatment for solid tumor. So they went on that protocol and yeah. started him that evening. Mm-hmm. Horrible experience. He was screaming like you've never heard a kid scream before. Oh. It's the middle of the night. Here's the thing, too. On In the hospital, the doctors aren't around usually at night. It's the nurses that are around. Right. And so you're not getting... You just know that your kid is... And so they're calling the doctor. He's like, I just give him some morphine. Not understanding what was really happening to this poor kid. Yeah. They were treating him for the wrong tumor. And Which, so, so we didn't know that at the we time. We didn't know that at the time. And oh, so then we... You know, you go back a week... Well, no. His tumor starts lysing, which means breaking up. Yeah. And when they break up, they release potassium. Too much potassium stops your heart. So the next day, he lands in the ICU because his potassium levels are... I mean, your life just changed oh, yeah. in... Three yeah, days. Yeah. Two, yeah. Two, three days. No, yeah. Like I mean, I, I never feel... I never... I've never felt like that before in my life. And the exhaustion and the confusion and the fear... Yeah, like, what are you even saying to God? Are you just like, hey, we've got a situation. Yeah. Exactly. And so... ICU, children's ICU is not a happy place. Like, it is scary. The machines, the beeps, the everything is, it's scary. And and we were there. And then he was sort of on the brink, right, of of getting dialysis. Thank the Lord. We had so many prayer warriors praying for us. Well, because the surgeon who would have had to put the machine in to give him dialysis handed me the release form in tears because he didn't want to do surgery on him because he knew how sick he was. I didn't have a clear understanding of how yeah. sick he was, but he did. And I said, I don't want to do this. He said, I really hope I don't have to do this. I mean, this, like a top surgeon. Yeah. And so, but I had to sign this release papers in case it got to that emergency place. And we have this one nephrologist, which is a kidney doctor, uh-huh. come in. And she was, she had the cutest little accent. I swear she was an angel because uh-huh. we never saw her again. Oh, my gosh. And she was like, I have tricks in my bag. It's okay. And just really handled it like that. How she did that, I have no idea. Yeah. And literally, she pulled out all the punches. We got his kidneys. His kidneys at least to clear out what yeah. potassium. Yeah. Basically, it was at the brink. And they, the ICU pulled him back from the brink. Yeah. He went into six the six-week protocol for Wilms tumor. They still think it was Wilms tumor. They didn't know. Right. He was sick because, again, they're treating him for the wrong tumor the whole time with the wrong oh, medicine. Gosh, well, and so this is, this, this, this is, is what's crazy. This is the incredible part. Well, so when I was in there, so you're talking about, you know, what do you even say to God? Yeah. Well, you don't say a whole lot. I mean, you're just kind of confused. Yeah. And I feel like I hear God saying, Anita, this is going to look different. Because the glory's for me, not for you, not for mm. these doctors. Just trust me. And I was like, uh, right. you know, like, okay, whatever. But that's the sense I have. Yeah. And we get to the doctor. She's like, he's so sick off of this treatment. They were supposed to have given him three drugs uh-huh. that, that first night. night that yeah. first night where the, he was screaming. She misread the protocol and gave him two. Had she given him three? he would have passed away. No way. Because his heart. I mean, so, and, and and this is no joke. This is a very qualified doctor. You yeah. know, she said, had he had all of that treatment that first night because he was, it was the wrong. So, you know, yeah. fast forward six weeks, the tumor did shrink. They do surgery. They biopsy the tumor, find out it wasn't Wilms tumor. It wasn't solid tumor cancer, which is why 
it was lysing, which is why we had trouble, which is why he was, I mean, he was so sick. You're sick during chemotherapy. Right. But you're not that sick during chemotherapy. Right. And children. And not like day one. Not like, yeah, No, 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 no. Yeah. And so, you know, she came back and. Well, she said, it's good news and bad news. Basically, it's Burkitt's lymphoma, which, you know, the good news is that it's treatable. And it's actually got an even higher success rate. But it's also throw the kitchen sink at it because it's the most aggressive form of cancer there is. Oh my gosh! It can literally a tumor can double in size every eighteen hours. Oh my gosh! Which is why what a his monster belly got so big so yeah. quick, and all yeah. of a sudden yeah. we're just like, what? It was doubling in size every eighteen yeah. hours. So tumors that grow that fast respond to chemo well. Okay, so that's yeah. a good thing. But our fear was he's already been so sick off of Wilms tumor treatment is right. not quite as fast and furious. I was like, <clears throat> so I'm afraid this kitchen sink. Right. I mean, we're talking big time kitchen sink. Right. I looked at the doctor with the book, notebook in my hand, and I said, I'm afraid this is going to kill him. And her response to me was, it might. Oh, my gosh. Because it's this black book of death that you sign. It's basically, you know, signing permission to have the treatment. And I'm not a big crier. I'm a pretty good tough girl, you know. And can... He's like, I've never seen you like, I, I cry. I mean, literally the nurses were picking me up off the floor that yeah, day yeah. because we were so, so scared. Yeah. And they said, well, we can't slow down. We can't. They're like, just pack your bags because you're prob- practically going to be living here. Oh my gosh. We were basically starting over. We'd had six months of hell. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're starting over with a whole new protocol, attacking it from a different angle. I mean, it was going to, we knew it was going to be just... A beast, a yeah. mountain to climb. Yeah. And keep in mind, you know, he's got a twin sister right. <clears throat> and an, an older sister who was in first grade. Right. So we've got, you know, essentially two four-year-olds and a seven-year-old. Right. And one of them is so sick. And so it, it was hard. It was the hardest thing we've lived through. For sure. And talk about being stretched and your faith being stretched and community. Yeah. And needing community. I mean. Yeah, because you said if it wasn't for the prayer warriors. Absolutely. Do you really think prayer oh, changed gosh. things? Oh, 100%. Really? 100%. I mean, even I think back to the ICU that first, yeah. oh, the gosh. first night where there was he was teetering on whether or not he was going to get it dialysis. Was. And there were so many people praying for us yeah. that yeah. I really believe turned the tide. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And to and provide miss- that peace, like I really feel like I was walking in the clouds of prayers. Yeah. And the clouds were not clouds you fell through. Mm-hmm. They held you up. Mm-hmm. And... We couldn't have done it without it. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. There's no way. There's not a more palpable time to me when you feel prayer holding you than in tragedy. Sure. Where you go yeah. like, oh, if people weren't praying, yeah. sure. what yeah. would I be? Yeah. And how would I be? And people had our back. I mean, I will say that. I mean, they, People are showing strangers, up, bringing us meals and like stuff for toys for him. Because really, I mean, toys go a long way when you're a four-year-old kid in the yeah. hospital. Oh, like, sure. So people just showing up giving him stuff, praying for us, yeah. coming to our house, taking care of our kids that were back home. I mean, it really yeah. took the community that yeah. we were in to we, help us to sustain us. Sure. I remember, you know, one of those moms that I was praying for, those older yeah, women, you yeah. know, to have wisdom. She said, I need to put arms to my prayers. What do you need? And I said, Pam, I need a treasure box. She kind of looked to me. I said, I need a treasure box full of trinkets so that, you know, every time they have to take his blood pressure, every time they have to do yeah. something, he can open the treasure box and, and just get a prize. Because, yeah. you know, when you're three, you need a prize. Right. And she 
called her friend who was a kindergarten teacher, and she said, Gina, where do I get a treasure box? <laughs> Gina told her, and Pam showed up on my doorstep with her, the best chicken salad in the whole wide world, yeah, and a treasure box. And it was like, I won't even throw the treasure box away oh, because no it is such a symbol of, of just meeting a need. Yeah. And, you know, the preschools, what do you need? I said, because you have to keep your house really clean. And I said, get, you know, we need towels and toothbrushes. And the, I mean, it's just crazy stuff that you have to do. Yeah. Well, guess what? They just arms, arms, mm-hmm. hugs, arms, legs. They put, they yeah. did that to, to the needs and they saw needs and they met them. Yeah. And that is powerful and yeah. really that's the reason we started our foundation yeah, and really. because we want to be able to do that for others and yeah. just put arms to prayers and support people by meeting needs. If they need a treasure box, by golly, we can, do it. We can get your treasure yeah. box. What's the name of the foundation? Rockstar Kids. Okay. So, because our son is Rocco yeah. and so we spell it R-O-C with a, you know, a period. Well, thank a you. Star. There you go. And so, you know, so it's, are Rocco. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But those kids really are rock stars. I mean, as cheesy as that sounds. What did your male friends do for you while the women are here doing that? What what does it look like for men to show up for each other in that kind of moment? You know, I had friends from our small group that would come down and bring us meals like daily. People would come to the hospital to meet just those tangible needs. Just they need food today. Yeah. Or running errands. Or we had friends even come and literally clean our house because germs were a big deal. Like you could not yeah. be, he could not be around germs because it's yeah. so immunocompromised. Yeah. People that would come to our house and just clean our house for us. Well, the business, the business yeah. just ran. I mean, we, yeah, I was we gonna flipped ask, houses. What, yeah, what happened with the business? I literally never missed one night in the hospital. I spent the entire yeah. four or five months in yeah. the hospital. Oh my gosh. And, and the business, I mean, all the folks that work for us just stepped up and just ran it. Yeah. It was amazing. We just completely, for the most part, unplugged, yeah. focused on Rocco, and they just said, Ken, we got this. And they just ran the business. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. When people can serve in the quietness of just meeting your needs, and everyone's needs are different. Yeah. It's powerful. It's so powerful. Like, my good, good friends know me well, and they know I love mail. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I don't know, every other week would send me something in the mail. I mean, like a... A leather bracelet or whatever. Right, right, It was right, just right. something. And because she knew I couldn't talk all the time. And right. she knew that I'd, you know. But she wanted me to know that she had my back. Yeah. And that she knew me and that yeah. I wasn't alone. And so it was just these really quiet whispers that it's the greatest gift you can ever be given. Yeah. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. And how's Rocco now? Amazing. He's yeah. a clown. And, and it's just gone? And it's, gone. it's all healed? So the, the thing about Burkitt's lymphoma is if once you get past six months post-treatment, you're sort of in the clear. Oh, wow. Kind of, to some extent. Because if it's going to come back, it would have come back. Okay. And then it's yeah, very... it grows so fast. It goes so fast. Yeah. yeah. And if it comes back, then it's very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it's, the prognosis is not as good. That's right. Right. Yeah. So once we got past six months and it's... He's so funny. He was such a resilient kid, too. And that's the other thing that, you know, I feel like the grace of God lands on young children when they go through something like this because they don't know to feel sick. They don't know to feel sorry for themselves. Yeah. So he comes out. He's bald. You know, he's a cue ball. Yeah. He, he, was, he was so cute. He was yeah. so... And he's like, I want to go to school. Yeah. We're like, we can give it a couple of weeks to let your hair start to come. Yeah. He didn't care. <laughs> no. like, I'm going to school. Yeah. So, no, like, but, you know, he yeah, was... he, as soon as he's done, man, he was done for about a month and... Through Christmas holidays, yeah. you come back January, 
He's in school, man, with the rest of the kids. Could care less that he was no. bald as cue ball. And Miss Fran, his the preschool director. Yeah. She is a saint. Yeah. And she I was like, I'll just drop him off for an hour. And she knew how tired I was. And yeah. her son actually had gone through a cancer treatment when he was older. Oh wow. She, I'll never forget her looking at me saying, Okay, honey, I can call you and just let you know if he's okay. I mean, preschool's three hours. Right. Come on. They're Come right. on. And I was like, no, no, I'll come get him after an hour. And she was like, you know, why don't you just let me call you, and I'll let you know if he's okay, yeah. and he can stay. Because she's like, lady, go yeah. take a nap. Like, yeah. this is okay. He, you know, sure enough, he stayed for three hours. He was totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was totally fine. Yeah. Hey, just popping in this conversation to tell you about Lipscomb University. At Lipscomb University, their online programs are shaped by a commitment to creating a better future. And with multiple undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs to choose from, you can define what that future looks like and earn the same academically rigorous degree you'd get on their campus, all with the flexibility to fit your life. We know you're ready to lead, so pursue your goals and a better world at Lipscomb Online. Visit lipscomb.edu backslash online to learn more. That's L-I-P-S-C-O-M-B dot E-D-U slash online. And now back to the show. What do y'all know about God now that you didn't know before that? That's a good one. I mean, we knew he was faithful, but... Yeah, it's like you said, you know, it's never as tangible as when you're in tragedy like that. Mm -hmm. And so to... To live through it and feel as sustained as we were, it's just he becomes more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, and and my grid for everything that I view things through has changed. Com- really? Like one eighty. It's true. Like perfectionist Anita, gone. Yeah, gone. I mean, gone. Had we not gone through that, I'd have been a wreck filming a television show. Really? Oh my word! Yeah. I would have been. Teenager Anita with a cell phone and social media. <laughs> like, really? Um, well, you know what's interesting is we've been asked before to do uh, to do a reality show because we flip houses and yeah. we're sort of on that radar. And every time... I so just, before Flip or Flop, you got oh, asked yeah. to do other ones. Yeah. Oh, And wow. we always just said, no. Nah, nah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just sort of shut it down immediately. It, and it, the, the production company called us like three months after his treatment. That's so exactly what I was going to ask you next. Yeah. And it, it was just like, you know what? Why not? You only yeah. live once. You only live once. Life is short. Yeah. Let's cherish what we... And it was just... They hit us at the right time. Yeah. How weird, though, that three months after we'd gone through this... Yeah. Somebody's asking us to be on TV. It's just yeah. crazy. I mean, isn't it so... It seems like um, the healthiest way to live life is to embrace feast and famine. That's yes. Right. Like, yes, to, to recognize right. that both are part of what we are yes. meant to live. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And... Oh, gosh. I mean, it just... For me personally, through that journey... My identity truly was solidified in Christ. Mm. You know, I mean, it was just, it was such a change and and such a powerful one that, you know, Ken walks in and he's like, hey, honey, you want to do a Skype interview to be interviewed to be on TV? And I remember I was seeing her right there in the kitchen yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. No one's going to put this on TV. I mean, that was my response, but I thought my instant thought was, oh, that would be fun to do with Ken. Yeah. Like just to do a Skype interview was going to be fun. Yeah. And it wasn't. Oh gosh, I can't do a Skype interview. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not this uh-huh, enough. I'm not this. Uh-huh. Not, it wasn't none of that. It was okay. This could be fun. Why yeah, not? Yeah. And so well, she never <laughs> took it. Was, neither of us took it seriously. It was just like whatever. We'll just do this interview. So she, she literally had just come home from the gym, 
Yes. Yeah. She makes herself a, a little pot of tea, and we sit down in front of this computer. And I'm sweaty and <laughs> gross. Because we didn't care. Neither yeah. of us cared. It's like, well, and I forgot it. that we were doing it. Yeah. And so <laughs> sat down with a cup of tea, and we were like... And I, I really did. I looked down at myself and I was like, oh, well, they'll get the real me. Right, right, right. I'll Take me or leave me. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of how what we said. But I think ultimately what we found out later is that's, I think, what they were really attracted them to Anita. To yeah, us, is yeah. Because we're just, whatever. Yeah. We're not trying to be fake. We're trying to How soon it. did you start filming after that? Well, so after <laughs> that, that summer, we filmed a sizzle, which okay. is like... You know, you film for a couple days, and then it kind of gives the network a taste right. yeah. of what we do and how we do it. And then and then that November... So they, that was green-lighted. From the sizzle, got green-lighted to a pilot. And so we filmed the pilot in November. This is 15, 2015. Okay. And it was called Flipping the South at the time. Oh, okay. Actually, it was called Big Stakes Atlanta. Oh, gosh. And then, <laughs> Let's and, not talk about that. And then the pilot was called Fli- Flipping the South. Yes. Okay. And then the pilot aired in May of 16... And it, I guess it did well enough that they greenlit the, the so show. So they just send the one pilot on the TV. They put it on TV. Yes. See how it does. Oh, oh my gosh, how scary. Like, I know. Here's this one episode of us. Let's see what happens. <laughs> see if people watch it or not. Isn't that crazy? Oh Wait, and no one knows to watch it necessarily. No, but they have, they have their ways of yeah. you know, going through it. Yeah. It's more like who's who's staying on to watch. You know, yeah. if people start it and they start dropping off. Right. Then that's yeah, a bad that's stuff. true. Right. People yeah. are staying and you're adding to your audience. That's a good yeah. thing. Did y'all enjoy? Have y'all enjoyed the two seasons so far? Oh, is it fun? It's been a blast. It's so really, fun. it really has. It's, it's so fun to do it together. Yeah, like I was nervous. Oh, can we do this as a couple? Like that's weird because yeah. then your marriage is showcased on television, and yeah. let's all be honest, Anita doesn't hide the way she feels. <laughs> I yeah, love well, that about the show, though, Anita. I'm I like, never did. That is my real friend. Like that that's is right. exactly who the two of them are. <laughs> yeah, and so um, it was so the opposite. It was so fun. Yeah. I. It was a lot of work. We'll preface it with like it's a ton of work. Yes. Is adding, it more work than like? Oh gosh, <laughs> so much work. I wish everybody could see your face just yeah. like <laughs> wrinkling eighty ways, and you're like, oh yeah. But there's nothing. I mean, nothing wrong with hard work. So yeah. we're putting in thirty hours of filming a week. But this isn't in addition to running a business. So right. you're trying to keep everything. You're juggling a lot. Yeah. But when we're filming. It's a blast. Yeah. Like, we really have so much fun. And we have an amazing crew. Love Our, every single one of them. That's what Jen Hatmaker says. She's like, those are my people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're oh, like yeah. family. Because you're, yeah. you're together so much. You're eating a lunch together it's every like day camp. around this. Yeah, it's like camp. Yeah. With all these people. <laughs> yeah. For eight months straight. And, 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 so you get and really... to say that I adore each one of them is an understanding. I mean, love them yeah. all. Do they live here, most of the crew? Most do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, Our yeah. showrunner uh, flew into town. Yeah. Like, love them, love them. And... Love every aspect of it. We loved learning that business. Yeah. We cut up with these people. Yeah. It the people part of filming is my favorite. Yeah. Down to like the person at Lowe's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like Tracy, my tile girl. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tracy and I, I mean, I haven't known her that long, but I like literally her. saw her. She's been her. on the show, right? Yes. She's blonde. Oh yeah. Yes. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I had lunch with her last week and yeah. went by the shop just to hang out with Tracy because yeah. like I love Tracy yeah. and so I've just it's like I've gathered more friends in my yeah. friend box yeah. and I love them all <laughs> yeah and that's just Anita anyways yeah but oh man I, it's fun and everyone at the network has been great yeah we've gotten to do some fun stuff you know for the network which is very cool it's, there's such I mean everybody's you think TV you think maybe a little bit slimy yeah it's totally not been our experience yeah our experience has just been really good people I mean yeah. from our production company to HGTV yes. to our crew it's just been a blast yeah yes and we've it's, had cool opportunities like our production company does Big Brother and 
we got to go to the finale. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That was really fun. Oh, that's cool. So, like, how great is that? I know. I mean, little side things. And again, it's like, you just enjoy it. Yeah. And And you do the hard work that gets you. And those, when you do the hard work, little things like that drop in. Yes. And it's just so. It's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun. My very favorite episode is um, the house y'all bought on the Beltline. In Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you remember yeah, yeah. that one? It had a really oh. great back porch, and Ken walks outside. Like, I'm going to fall through this. <laughs> this oh, yes. Porch. oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Season one. It's season That's one. So yes. funny. Man, I love that episode. <laughs> yes. That was an amazing location. That That's what I thought. That was a great house. Yes. Oh gosh. It was, beautiful it was stuff gorgeous. To it. And that red front door. Yes, that's oh. exactly right. I loved it. Oh. Yeah. Um, do y'all know that they sh- that your show is on Delta Airplanes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't think we don't put it on when we're on there. Like, yeah. thank you. you. See what I'm watching? That's a- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's I had- a great show. You should tell totally Yeah. It. Oh, I and don't worry that I tell people all the time if I'm watching. I'm like, I went to school with them. Yeah. <laughs> They're wonderful. That's I'm hilarious. like, this is a great show. Uh, it, I mean, I that it. is. That's, What's funny is now all the uh, flight attendants recognize us. Oh, sure. They see, it all they the see you all the time. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll be like, how do we know you? And I just smile. Yeah. Oh, isn't that the funniest? Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I, there are parts of the world where I'm that level of, yeah. how do we know you? Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know you. You're not yeah. Taylor Swift, but I don't not know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you, how do you answer like, I'm on TV? I'm sort of a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no. <laughs> One of There's the, just no answer. Like, you can't, you no, can't play the you game can't. enough to get a mutual friend and then you can't go you've probably read this book of mine and like, right, right, right. Oh, I don't right. want to say it no, yeah. no. Well, what's cute well, what especially if they have it right and then you're like oh yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they uh, remember the one of the flight attendants she wanted to do something sweet for us so bad and so she kept coming by saying do you want another drink do you want a glass of wine it was like 10 o'clock in the morning oh my gosh like, no I'll vomit I hate I flying like serious. hate hate flying oh I didn't know that and but then so she's like well maybe she needs snacks she's like literally she came over with like just emptied all, the snacks emptied all these snacks in our laps <laughs> which was precious yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was just her way of you know, I don't know, making a friend, however. And yeah, it was yeah. so cute. But So we came home with lots of snacks for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Another was, perk. No complaining. That's right. Free we got free Biscoff. Yeah, there you go. Extra Biscoff. Can't be mad about that. Uh, so what was the difference between season one and season two? Oh, freedom. What does that mean? Freedom for me. Season one was fun yeah. and good. But I still had to shed some of that. Comparison, perfection. Mm. I mean, I was putting my skills, whatever skills those were, on a major network with a lot of very talented people. Yeah. And that's nerve-wracking because let's keep in mind, I'm a math teacher. Yeah. With a math degree. Yeah. And I love teaching and I love kids and I love that. But I do have an artsy side. Yeah. But it's different. Like, it's not... A trained side, and all my friends have always made fun of me for my artsy side. Okay. Because I like purple and yellow and bright colors and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so I was a little bit in chains that first season, I think. And and I let all that go second season. I just had fun. Yeah. And, like, I did what Anita's going to do, and I made houses look like what Anita wants. And the... I think that showed. And I think people received it really well. Which was the biggest encouragement. Yeah. Well, it helps too because we had we'd already done it, so we knew what to expect. We were it was basically the same crew, so yeah. we were comfortable with each other. So it's just like doing anything a second time; you're just better at it. Yeah, and, and so there's I felt wisdom. Like, yeah, exactly. We could contribute more. We sort of knew the game. 
it, there was no intimidation around. It's just like, let's just do this. Yeah. And we just lucked out too. When we filmed, we just had a whole bunch of really good houses at the time. Mm -hmm. And the market was so stinking hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while we were filming season two. Yeah. It was just like, let's list it for $100,000 more. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. This is right. Yeah. Like, that would totally right. not work right now that's in right. this market. But, right. But just six months ago, I mean, that's, yeah. that was the market. And, yeah. and did it help that it's a flip or flop Atlanta house? Do you get to say that? We don't. Oh, Because okay. we did season one, the first couple houses we did season one, and then yeah. we quickly learned the nature of people is to extort. Oh, And the second sure. they found out that it was a, a house on TV, man, they would hold your feet to, I mean, for months on end. They would yeah. say, give us money or we'll do this or do this. Yeah. It, was, it was bad. Well, yeah. like, accused us of spray painting their trash cans. <laughs> yeah, why would we go right. Right. spray your trash cans? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Which is weird. You know, stuff. I mean, it happens. Right. And, and so we've learned. But it's better just, yeah, just yeah. to be an anonymous house. Yeah. yeah. So um, season two, so fun. Oh, good. Okay. So fun. And that freedom was so fun. Yeah. Can I ask about a season three? Or how do you want me to phrase yeah. that? Sure. We're, okay. we're just waiting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically. So. We're, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. How, how, yeah. Because how. So you filmed one in 15, 16 and one in 17, 17 18. 18. And it, uh, it aired right up through December. Good. So it's all on. We can watch it all on demand. Watch it all on demand right now. Yes. Right. It's all Not there. just on your Delta airplane. That's, That's right. Your house <laughs> as well. Yeah. Delta, Delta, Delta airplane only has. Season one. Season one. Yeah. yeah. And it's only like. Two or three episodes of season one. Okay. So there's more. Okay. Yeah. Um, they can get on their app and stream it. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. On HGTV. Yeah. Right. Are y'all yes. friends with all the other HGTV people? Is there like a club of flipping floppers? No, not, not really. really. Okay. You don't know. We, we made friends met, with a handful of them. Yes. Yeah. And what was really fun is a lot of them sent me a video for my girl Peyton. Who's oh. a 16. She's 17, 18 now. Uh -huh. But anyhow, she had a, bat, a bone marrow, second bone marrow transplant. Okay. And... Loves HGTV. And yeah. So, like, you know, you, you get to know them that way. You can yeah. reach out. Yeah. And we put together this little video for her. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was so and People so were cool. very cool. Even folks we didn't know, like the hometown couple and one of yes. the property brothers. We just reached out and said, we've got this girl that would love to hear from you. And yeah. we were so cool about just yes. instantly sending back a yes. video. Yes. Yeah. The heart, our heart was just to encourage her. Yeah. Sure, sure, because sure. Because she needed it. And I literally, I went and saw her in the bone marrow transplant unit, which is like behind like 14 locked doors. Yeah. And crawled in the bed with her oh. and snuggled in. And we sat there and her mom and I have become very close. And yeah. I, was, I told her mom, I was like, video her watching this video yeah. because nobody neither of them knew yeah and so it was really cool that's awesome really and y'all have done the same if one of them reached out Absolutely. to you yeah oh yeah, gosh 100%. yeah because okay. even without being friends this is true in the author world too even without being friends you just know that y'all speak the same language enough that yes of course yes. whatever you need yes. yeah yeah you know totally. yes and so and so you can go it, it just there's this permission to reach out yeah. Even just to ask a question or to whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. you're yeah. just kind of in the same. Yeah. And I mean, and some people respond and some people don't. Because sure. honestly, sometimes you don't know if it ever reaches them. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Because you don't know who's filtering or yeah. whatever. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. So, But we don't know everybody. But, yeah. you know, we know who we know. And We hung out with uh, the Desert Flippers when yeah. we were connecting with them. Super. <laughs> oh, amazing, my gosh. Very cool. Right, they, would yeah. they call y'all the Atlanta Flippers? What You call them the Desert Flippers? Well, that's the name of the show. Oh, oh that's, that's the it's show. It's not like, it's not... Flip or flop? No, 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 no. It's desert, desert flip. The desert flip. Okay. Yeah, okay. we because we were out there in Palm Springs and they came over with their kids and we all okay. swam and. Because my confession is, y'all are the only ones I watch. 
I don't okay, watch. I don't enjoy f- these kinds of shows, but yeah, yeah. I really like y'all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just not a HGTV fan in general. Sure. I like it fine. I like the people right. who are on it, but I really loved that y'all did it. So I watch so y'all. Good. Well, y'all. And, so I, mean, I don't you know, know the us. desert flippers. <laughs> yeah. I don't sit there. He's offended. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're big listeners. Upset. That's Sorry, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Is they're like huge fans of the. Super, super great people. Someone, someone somewhere knows them. Is going to send them just this, yes. yes, and they're going to reach out and go, "You're a jerk," and I'm going to say, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry. Yeah. By no, then, I'll have watched the Desert Flippers. I'm going to go yeah. watch one this week. Yeah, you have to go watch then, them. then we'll have time. Yeah. You would um, love his sense of humor. Oh, great! You okay. would totally, 100. I mean, really, the most I watch them besides when it's y'all is the nail salon. Always has HGTV. Someone's like, oh, "Yes, that's a show." It's everywhere. yeah, that's a show. It yeah, could be the dentist's office, the yeah. doctor's yeah. office. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I mean, being in the dentist chair and they look up and you're like, "That's me." Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Show, it's a good one. Yeah, you watch. Yeah, recognize tell that all face? your friends to watch. Tell me you want a season three. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did tell my dentist. I was like, "How do you get Hollywood teeth?" Like, I'm on, you know, because yeah. like you look at people yeah. on TV. I'm like, "Yeah, why are their teeth so white?" Right. And she bless her heart. She was like, "Well," and I was like, "No, I don't want to spend a fortune on it. I don't want it to hurt." Yes. And she's like, "Well, then <laughs> your teeth are beautiful. Yeah, they're going to be just yeah. fine. That's You'll right. be all right." That's yeah. Right. I was like, "Okay." So you're still flipping houses. Oh yeah. And do you do the do you do for the company what you do on the show? Yes. Okay. And not all the time, but depending on the volume and where sure. it is and sure. and I've recently just started taking clients and oh, doing cool. stuff cuz typically I was doing it for the company. Yeah, so yeah. it's fun to do it for other people and yeah. And then just waiting on season three to see if we get to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep. We'll do We're, it again in a heartbeat. So it just finished airing. And okay. so now I guess they sit and think about it. How well in a room. Yeah, do they, we like Cook some books and see. I'm sure there's more to it than that. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I mean, they've programming and all that. Yeah. So yeah. that's a business. We we don't understand fully. We've yeah. just scratched the surface. But yeah. We know a little bit about You're that. You're doing business. great at it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun to see y'all do it. It's, it's, well, it's good. It is fun. I mean, it's just fun to do it. And here's, yeah. here's the deal. We wouldn't do it if we didn't like doing it. Good. That's the thing. I mean, it's it's fun. If it, the second it becomes not fun, then we'll stop doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. We'll go back to just running businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Businesses. Just running businesses. <laughs> running okay, businesses. Ken. Mothering. Okay, all the things. Let's thing. go back to, go back to doing all do. the other things yeah. that I do. That's, that's Ken's language. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> all the businesses. Yeah. Okay, so here's our last question that we always ask. Because the show's called That Sounds Fun, yeah. we like to know what y'all do for fun. Mm. Can you answer mine? Oh, this is what I should make all the couples oh, do. Answer yes, for each yes, other. Yes. <laughs> I can answer for you. I can answer oh, for her. Okay. She, likes, she likes homemade pizza. She wants to curl up in her pajamas, okay. fall asleep on the couch about 7.30 or 8. With? With the kids on top of her. Yeah. And a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> That's one thing that I like to do for fun. What's the other thing I like to do for fun? Uh, shopping. And? Gym. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. There, you there you go. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I do that, yes. My gym classes are my favorite. What do you do at the gym? What classes? Um, She's all a fighter. Kickboxing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do... Don't mess with her. She's a fighter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, any of the classes. Of like CRT class. All, all sorts okay. of... I mean, I love... It's just so stinking fun. Yeah. And I, I have to do group fitness, though. Yeah. I'm not a... Because, like lifting weights by yourself in a mirror? I'm like, not... No, yeah. no. But you go... With, I mean, and we've... I've worked out with these women forever. Yeah. So we've watched her kids grow up. And, yeah. you know, you go, you get the social in, you see them. And that was the hardest part about filming was having to get dressed every day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like dress, dress. That's true. Yeah. That, I mean, because I like to just 
pull my hair up and yeah. no makeup and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that when we were filming. Right. No, no, no. It so. doesn't go over great. You don't have to fix your teeth, but you do have to fix your hair. That's right. That's what you do. Yeah. 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 Um, what we can do for fun. He can go to the movies. Oh, I do like the movies. Yeah. What else? Ken loves to go out out to eat to the movies. Four-wheeling with the kids. Oh, yeah. Loves four-wheeling. And he loves to do everything with the All kids. All over right. y'all's property. Here? Your property, too. We have some property in North Georgia, too. We oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so it, in we're traveling. in that stage of life, though, right now, where... We're with our kids all this thing in time. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to miss it. Like, yeah. I, it's, I legitimately enjoy being with my kids. Because they're yeah. all like a fun age, but Great no one's age. got other friends that they're going to the That's places right. regularly. I'm sure there's That's like right. a yes. play date yes. here and there. But, but yeah. we're like last uh-huh. weekend, five basketball games. Oh my gosh. You know, and we have swim meets and yeah. you name it. Yeah. It's so, but I wouldn't trade those basketball games for anything. Yeah. One of which... A coach got kicked out. <gasps> fifth no. grade basketball game. Oh, yeah. A fifth grade girls basketball game. Oh, yeah. Yes. And the coach intense. gets kicked oh, out. Oh, intense. <laughs> it's like a wrestling match. They are, it is so, when I say it's fun, I mean, it's better than the NBA. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He just got kicked out for being too much. I, he said, so. he yelled something he at must somebody. Have said I didn't know what he said. Yeah, we didn't see that part. A couple but. technical fouls. Oh, my God. Yeah, in a fifth grade girls. Fifth grade girls. For school? Are they in like a yeah. school? Okay. Yeah. Which like, is Honestly, we love basketball for our kids because they're learning like how to perform in intense environments. In yeah. fifth, even second grade, it's intense. Yeah. And I love that competition. I think it builds character. Yeah, so that's right. At an early age. I think yeah. it's fantastic. I love that my parents were the same way of like, we don't care what you do, but you're going to do something. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Because, we want, because we want those experiences of being yeah. around different people and Absolutely. exercising and moving and all the things. Yeah. Okay. You guys, that was so fun. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Sure. You guys, don't you love Ken and Anita? I know. They're amazing. I'm so thankful. They let me come over to their house, sit down, put a microphone between us, and just talk like we've done for years. And I'm just really, really grateful. And I'm so moved by their story and their faith and and how they talk about God. I'm sure you are too. So if you have not watched the first two seasons of Flip or Flop Atlanta, you need to go back and watch. It is so good. And make sure you're following Ken and Anita and tell them thanks for being on the show. You can find the show notes and all the links to them either in the show notes that are attached to wherever you're listening on your podcast app or it'll be up on the website, AnnieFDowns.com tomorrow. Hey, speaking of, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Listen, if you need me, you know you can find me. Annie F. Downs, F as in Flipper Flop Atlanta. Annie F. Downs, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you can need me. And thanks again to Ken and Anita. I'm grateful for you guys and I... I just can't tell you how much um, history and friendship matter. And uh, yeah, I'm just really, really grateful. So if you have any friends that you know love HGTV and home remodeling and flipping or flopping, make sure you share this episode with them. And if you get a chance, if you could rate and review those show, that would mean a lot to me. So now it's your turn. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. And we will see you guys back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. <laughs>